0: Hi, I'm Marty. Welcome to Light in My Eye Scripture Podcast. It only takes a few minutes to spend time in Scripture and feel and be the better for it. Come be refreshed by the Word. Good morning. I think today's episode is going to be fascinating, and I hope that you'll enjoy it as much as I do. When I was in high school, I remember being totally in love with the 1982 film, The Scarlet Pimpernel. If you aren't familiar with the story, it's set during the French Revolution, and The Scarlet Pimpernel is the alias of an English aristocrat who works to sneak French aristocrats out of harm's way before they get their heads chopped off. And everywhere he quote-unquote strikes, he leaves a little card with his seal printed on it. A similar idea is used in the movie Oceans 12. A professional thief known as the Night Fox leaves a tiny fox figurine everywhere he has stolen something. I don't know if the real world has rebels and criminals that are audacious enough to leave notes that say so and so was here, but I dare say that they do have signature moves that become recognizable to the people tracing them. Well, that's what we need to start doing as we hope to not be deceived by the adversary. Satan has signature moves that we can become aware of and watch for. Many of you will be familiar with this story from the Book of Mormon. But basically, a Lamanite prophet shows up in a Nephite town telling the people to repent. They kick him out, but the Lord tells him to go back, so he climbs up on the city wall to preach. The guy's name is Samuel, so Samuel delivers some great prophecies, and some people believe him and want to be baptized. The ones that don't believe start throwing rocks and firing arrows at him. He's protected by the Lord, and nothing strikes him. Some of the people see that and go, whoa, he really is a man of God, and also desire to be baptized. And with that little intro, I'll read this verse that caught my eye from Helaman 16, verse 6. But the more part of them did not believe in the words of Samuel. Therefore, when they saw that they could not hit him with their stones and their arrows, they cried unto their captains, saying, Take this fellow and bind him. For behold, he hath a devil, and because of the power of the devil which is in him, we cannot hit him with our stones and our arrows. Therefore take him and bind him and away with him. This is so fascinating to me. It's not just that they don't believe what Samuel is saying or believe that he is sent by God. They believe the complete and literal opposite, that he is sent of the devil. In Isaiah 520, it says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. I've totally seen things that are good being called evil and things that are completely not of God being praised and upheld. In suggesting an additional interpretation of this verse, I am not downplaying the reality that good really is called evil and that evil really is praised and upheld in this world. But I want to give another angle on this verse some consideration as well. It's the idea of extremes. So several years back, my kids were attending a charter school and that charter school was struggling and invited another larger charter school to basically come and take over and turn it into um, another campus of this larger charter school. And it was unbelievable the reactions in the community to this change. People were either praising it like it was the best thing ever or, you know, totally ragging on it, totally down on it. Like to the point that the way I described the situation to friends was that people were acting like either the new school was going to save our souls or that this change was of the devil. The extremes were so huge. And obviously, it wasn't either one, right? But that's the way people were reacting. That's the way people were treating the situation. Something that I've also seen more recently with being asked to wear masks during during all this COVID stuff. Um, there's a community not far from where I live that recently had some Posters that they put out on public streets, big signs that had a picture of Jesus and said, you know, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And then below that, everybody, please wear a mask. And that, in my opinion, is using another extreme of, of shaming and saying, you know, well, Jesus thinks we should blah, blah, blah. try to control people or manhandle people or bully people into doing what you want now can there be a godly discussion about masks with some for mask wearing and some against mask wearing absolutely be very very clear about what i am saying differing opinions are totally fine i am not saying that satan inspires differing opinions I am saying that his calling card is the extreme reactions over differing opinions. If I calmly state or live my personal beliefs, I and the people around me can still feel the spirit, still have our frontal lobes online, and still be able to see and recognize truth. But if I am extreme in my reactions, confrontational in my statements and actions, and angry that others do not act and believe as I do, the Holy Spirit is gone, and I and others around me have too much stress and anger to be able to see truth. Remember what Jesus taught the people and us about contention. Third Nephi 11, 29 and 30 For verily, verily, I say unto you, He that hath the spirit of contention is not of me, but is of the devil, who is the father of contention, and he stirreth up the hearts of men to contend with anger one with another. Behold, this is not my doctrine to stir up the hearts of men with anger one against another. But this is my doctrine, that such things should be done away. So if anger is part of the situation, back off and let you or others calm down. God does not solve problems by using anger. The world has a ton of that going on right now. Recognize that contention is Satan's signature and sit back and calm down and look for truth. Thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode has been enlightening for you. And in closing, I want to share with you a verse from Luke chapter one. It's a prophecy about John the Baptist, but it applies to what the scriptures themselves can do for us every day. Verse 79 to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace.